You don't have to live with chronic pain. Downtown's Health can show you a better way. Joint pain, back pain, pain that sits and waits. Downtown's Health offers an alternative with physical and regenerative therapy. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Baseball and whatever with your host Justin McAwee. Because I was on campus and I had to appear like I was one of the cool kids, I would put the Star Wars book inside one of my textbooks so it looked like I was just studying for class. <laughs> All right, look. There's only one return, okay? And it ain't of the king, it's of the Jedi. Vincent Francis Jankowitz the Ford. I'm a glorified fact checker. Last I checked, the most runs in a game wins. Actually, I am a fact checker. And good probes. If you look at most Bond fans movie rankings, they have Casino Royale and Majesties in their top two. For me, these actually rank in the bottom part of my list. I mean, I love them, but they don't compare to Diamond Club Forever. No, stop getting Bond wrong! What's up, everybody? We are back. Baseball and whatever. Episode 79. Uh, holy cow, we have an awesome show. Uh, if you're a Cubs fan, I feel like shit is about to hit the fan. If you're a White Sox fan... I don't even think there's a fan for the shit to hit. The shit's uh, already hit the fan. Yeah, I guess. I don't. It depends. <laughs> Would Reinsdorf be able to pay for a fan? I don't know. That's a whole other thing. Uh, we'll get into baseball. Maybe we'll talk a little bit about the Bears. We'll see. And then for our whatever topic this week, we are ranking our top five Christmas gifts of all time. I'm, me, personally, I'm thinking like more stuff from when I was a kid because, I don't know, that's when Christmas was really fun. Uh, but the most important thing about this week's show, episode 79, we have a special guest. Let me let me tell you a little about him. He is a connoisseur of Air Jordans. He is the voice of the people on TikTok. He is a diehard Cubs fan, and he is one of the chosen to get blocked by Yadi Molina on Instagram. He is the one, the only, Cody Del Mendo of CHGO and CHGO Cubs. Cody, how's it going? Yeah, that's a great introduction, man. Thank like, you. Just, I was I was thinking about that all day. I was like, how can I, I write this? <laughs> that is that is that is chef's kiss material. Like. I would well, love to hear that every time I'm introduced, to be honest well, with you. Well, I'll clip that and send it to you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah you, you can go. tell I used to teach uh, English, right? Um, yeah, all right, yeah. so Cody Thanks is for having me on, guys. Of course, of course. Uh, if you don't know Cody, what are you doing? Uh, CHGO, part of the All Sports Network? Right? All City. All, all City. City, I'm sorry. Damn yep. it, I knew it. Yep. See, I'm already making mistakes. All City, uh, <laughs> CHGO, along with DNVR for Denver and PHNX for Phoenix. Um seriously they are putting out awesome content we were just talking about before the show it's nice that you guys are kind of independently owned you can kind of voice the opinion of the fan and kind of go from there and uh do the thing um that you guys need to do so uh we already have some people in the chat landon uh writes in i'm not doing well get Korea out of my division so uh (laughs) the the cubs are trying we're trying i I, I, I hope they're trying whether or not (laughs) they are 
Um, if you are listening to us for the first time, first of all, thank you very much. Uh, we are two brother-in-laws. We used to be three, but Greg is on sabbatical because he's with his newborn, uh, JD. Um, and pretty much we talk Chicago sports for the first half of the show. Second half is our whatever topic where we pick something pop culture, video games, movies, TV shows, music, uh, or in this case, Christmas gifts. And we'd like to do top five lists, lists because uh, ranking stuff is fun. But before we get started, uh, you can reach us in a variety of ways. Obviously, YouTube.com slash baseball and whatever. You can tweet us at baseball and what Vinny is killing it on the Twitter handle there. You can email the show at baseball and whatever at gmail.com. You can reach us on all your podcast apps of choice. We are a part of the Belly Up Sports Network. Uh, there's an awesome selection of podcasts and articles that you can check out there. And mostly, imp- most importantly, you can call and leave a voicemail like Cody did a few uh, episodes ago <laughs> at 1-913-808-3278. That number again is 1-913-808-FART. <laughs> There we go. We got, the, we got the soundboard back working this week. All right. Uh, so if you're new to the show, we always try and kick off the show by – it's episode 79. We try and figure out famous Chicago athletes that wore that number. Uh, now that we're in the 70s, it's getting really slim. Uh, Vinny, what team do you want to start with? I know right off the bat there's probably no Cubs that wore 79. There's no Cubs. Okay. There's one White Sox. I'll let you guys – I know who Cody, that is. Since you're the I'll guest of Cody, honor, I'll let you guess it. I'll let Cody handle oh. that. 79. Just recently uh, I mean, left the team. Could have, should have been a Cub. Oh. Should have been a Cub. Should have been a Cub. Was on the White Sox. Should have been a Cub. He's an astronaut. In the free agency. Could have signed Could have signed him. Went to Houston. <laughs> Plays first base. Oh, uh, Jose Abreu. There okay. you go. There you go. There that's go. so far out of, like, that it's, feels like two decades ago when oh, that know, happened, right? man. Yeah, that's... <laughs> That's like another like, uh, straight up. I forgot that that happened. <laughs> I remember being like, I remember being bummed for like, I don't know, five minutes and then yeah. moved yeah. on with the rest of my that day. Was, that was like uh, three meltdowns and a couple of rants ago at this point. Um, yeah. Vinny, I know before the show you mentioned there was one Blackhawk that wore 79. He's on the team this year. Yes, he is. I feel like I should know this. Uh, it's not Lucas Reichel, is it? No. Uh, okay. Then I have no idea who it is. It is Curtis Gabriel. Oh, he's, I think, back in the minors. Yeah, that doesn't, he doesn't matter. The Hawks don't matter anymore <laughs> at this point. Let's be honest. Um, yeah, this is more of a shrine to an old regime. Uh, anyway, uh, and then I know there's a bunch of Bears probably that wore 79, but I'll be honest, I'm horrible with football numbers. So Same. enlighten Same. me. Yeah. Okay, we have a lineman this year, uh, gotten recent action, uh, plays uh, guard mostly. Schof- not Schofield, is it? <laughs> Orland Park boy. I used to teach in Orland Park. I uh, I met his dad. I think his dad was like police chief or fire chief out there or something like that. Oh, look at that. I know. Look where she that copy. the game. Yeah. I'm learning so much tonight already. <laughs> <laughs> Cody's already like, what the hell am I doing here? <laughs> after, after that, there's not much. Um, God. Jonathan Scott. <sighs> In the 2012 War 79, and before that, I think the only yeah, there's two guys that were before my time: Kurt Becker, 1982 to 1990, and then Dick Evie, 1964 to 1969. Yeah, Richard Evie, but yeah, it's E V E Y. I probably butchering that last name like i always do so fair enough that's about it for chicago and i know 79 not a good chicago number there's no outside of jose brayu 
And I know we usually have our Bulls segment, but it's not even been worth talking. It's so depressing to talk about them, too. So we will skip the Bulls segment for this week. All right. They didn't Uh, even cover last night, man. No. (laughs) Oh, my God. We've talked about, like, I kind of took a break from the Bulls for, like, a good, I don't know, from, like, 99 to, like, maybe 2008, 2007, when, like, Heinrich and Gordon were on the team. And I was so excited last season when the lockout started. I'm like, you know what? I have something to watch during the baseball lockout. And now this year they they're not good. No, it's bad. they're not. It's bad, so I feel bad for our CHGO Bulls crew yeah. because like uh, they're the one t- the one team in this city that's supposed to be good. And uh, yeah, yeah they they they're they're not even bad. They're just like very mid. They're very yeah. mid. Like on any given night, be it a good team, and then on any given night they can lose to a bad team. Yeah. Uh, so like yeah, no, nah, it's it's bad. If it's it bad. if there's any for me as the Cubs guy, if there's anything that I that makes me feel good about it is the fact that like, well, at least when the Cubs want to be bad, they're bad and they're not like <laughs> mid. So yeah, you know yeah. I mean? there's there's no middle tier. It's just either like yeah. all glory or god awful. Um, yes, there's no middle and ground. <laughs> all right. Well, our next segment is usually our hot takes, but you know what? I feel like we have so many hot takes for the baseball talk. We're gonna jump straight to that. Before we do that, we do have an ad read. Uh, we'd like to thank our partner in the clutch for joining up with us on baseball and whatever. In the clutch is an awesome sports apparel company that is known for their licensed MLB, Negro League, and MLS apparel, along with great shirts to rep your favorite retro hockey, baseball, and football teams. Better now uh, is. If you head over to intheclutch.com, you can use the promo code at checkout, baseball and what, and you will get 10% off your order. So once again, intheclutch.com, use baseball and what as your promo code at checkout, and you'll get 10% off. So thanks again to the folks over there. Vinny, are we ready for baseball talk? I think so. All right, let's go. <laughs> baseball. Welcome back to Major League Baseball. Sort of. Taking a look at Chicago's two favorite teams and other happenings around the MLB. I feel like Cody's here. Let's get straight to the Cubs. Uh, <laughs> Cody Bellinger signs a one-year, seventeen and a half million. Um, yep. You know, okay, I'm fine. I, you know, if he mm-hmm. can recapture some of the glory from his MVP year in LA, that's great. Um, God, I saw there was a former major leaguer. I can't remember who it was that was tweeting out. He's like, "Man, I wish I was that bad. I could have made almost twenty million this year." Um, yeah, I mean, Josh it's a Reddick. lot. That's it. It was Josh Reddick, former A, if I'm not mistaken, right? I think he was an A, Oakland A, at one point. Houston um, Astro. Oh, yeah, that's right, too. Uh, and then, obviously, we have uh, – I'm going to butcher his name. Vinny, you want to take a, a, a shot at his name? Jameson Tyon? That's it. Thank you. I forgot how to say his last name. He said his last name correctly, too. That's <laughs> There we go. We, I, I posted we, a TikTok. I posted a TikTok <laughs> talking about, like – like the interest the Cubs had in, in Tyon. And I, and I, I think I said Talion, Talion, like the entire like time Talian. I said, it does, yeah. I, I, yeah, I said his name like that. And I said the name at least, I don't know, 10 times in it. And then I realized that it's not that way. And then I was like, well, fuck it. I ain't freaking going back and changing it. So, <laughs> or redoing it, you know, it's too much damn work. You know what I mean? No, it, well, you know what? I was pretty excited about that signing four years, 68 million. I think he slots in, um, is a good, I don't know, what do you think, like a three-starter at this point, probably? Maybe pushing for a two? I think a solid three or four. Three I four, think there's okay. upside. I think he's up has a, the upside to be like a like a number two. Yeah. Um. I love, mm-hmm. I love, I personally love the signing because, like I said, there there is upside there. I think the Cubs, with the pitching infrastructure that they have developed and have 
touted like on wholeheartedly touted in front of our faces that is like this new great thing that they have which they have shown they have had players come up and out of the minor leagues or even just bullpen guys that they've signed that no one's ever heard of and have performed well like they have they have they have backed up their their talk related that related yep. to that so yes. like i i give them a ton of credit for that and so like i think if you bring a guy like that in who was a top five draft pick when he got drafted by the pirates um you know i know he had time yeah yeah like i know he's had tommy john twice but i mean he threw 177 innings last year he had over 100 innings the season before um he didn't pitch in 2020 and uh you know 2019 uh he was hurt i think that was one of those tommy johns right um sounds right Mm -hmm. but his two years with the pirates i think that 2018 he was a 3.9 f4 player um, and a 3.2 F4 player the season before, like he's been a very productive pitcher. Has he lived up to number two overall pick? Uh, no, but I, like I said, I think there's upside that maybe the Cubs mm-hmm. can get an even better version out of him. Um, but at the very least, I think he's like a, a very solid, um, a very solid, uh, you know, number three or number four, uh, probably a number four in a really good rotation, but a team like the Cubs, like, you know, like I, I'd love for them to get another starter, and I think they will. Um, but uh, for right now, as we look at this roster, I would say he's number three behind Steele and, and Stroman or Stroman and Steele. I don't, to me, like I, I, it'll be interesting to see how who's opening day starter for the Cubs in 2023. I'm, I'm, I, I'm very interested in, in that and how they approach that. But, um, do you suffer from chronic hip, knee, or shoulder pain? Avoid drug dependency and surgery with Downtown's Healthcare in Denver. Downtown's Healthcare offers regenerative therapies that stimulate the body's self-healing process. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, I think I think you can be a very solid number three uh, number four going into the season. And then I, I think he can be better than what people think. I think people, I think there's potential that in a year or two, people look back at that contract and people think, wow, Jed, you really, you, you really showed us. One. You really yeah. nailed it. Um, I, again, I hope I, I'm feel, yeah. I feel like that that's a, yeah. that's a very good, uh, you know, it's a very good signing. You're getting a, an, a really good innings eater, someone that you need in season for 162 games to come out there and, and give you five, six innings every fifth day. Like I was, I said it on our podcast the other day, like, um, you know, be, especially at the beginning of this year, um, you know, the lack of starting pitching depth really showed for the Cubs. Oh, yeah. Like they, mm-hmm. they, they, they had an injury. What was it? Hell, Albert Alzelite didn't even start the year and yep. you automatically saw how bad the Cubs starting pitching was. And Kyle Hendricks didn't bounce back from 2021. And Stroman struggled to start the year. And maybe you had Mark Leiter Jr. come out oh. there freaking trying to start games to start the year. So this is like yep. – this this fills a huge hole in a way. Like the casuals aren't going to see that. But like if you watch every single game and follow the team, like this is a 
this is a big move in my opinion. Yep. Um, it's one that I feel like when we get in season, like no one, no, like it's going to be a forgotten one, especially if they do eventually sign Correa or Swanson or whoever, like, yeah. or if they get a Rodon, you know what I mean? People, people are going to forget this one, but I, I think that there is potential for this to be like, wow, the Cubs really knocked this one out of the park. So again, fingers crossed. I hope so. I, I'm not some pitching guru, but like based off what I've read, based off what I've talked to certain people who are really into that, like mm-hmm. it seems like it's a really good fit. And I think his girlfriend is from like Chicagoland. So like he's probably, you know, I don't want to say it's like home because yeah. it's his girlfriend yeah. that's from here or wife. I don't I really don't know. But, um, you know, I think that as far as off the field, you know how that stuff matters, man, it, Yep. She's back in her home yeah. area, so that's probably good for them together, I guess. So um I think it's just a really good a really good fit. And uh I see a guy in your comments said that he had cancer and missed a year yeah. or two. Yeah, and that and that's true as well. So he's not, it, with that said, with on top of two Tommy John surgeries and he's and he was able to do what he did last year, like clearly battle tested. He performed well in New York. Like not places, everyone yeah. does that. You're right. I I like and he's now he's coming to Chicago and he's had Again, he played with the Pirates, so like he he's uh you know has familiarity with Wrigley and the NL Central in general. Um, so I, I think there's a lot of a lot of things to like um, related to him. And and you know you mentioned Bellinger. I'm 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 trying not to get too high about it, but I can't stop thinking about the possibility of the upside that comes. Oh yeah, of course. And and. And you mentioned about how, oh, he was that bad and he made he's making 17 and a half million. Well, shit, if the Dodgers would have kept him, they would have had to pay him like, yeah, like, like, fuck, like 20, uh, like 19 or 20 million dollars. So, like, I think that he is he is definitely um, he is definitely, uh, you know, like or the Cubs, uh, the Cubs are definitely getting a better deal out of it than. Oh, yeah. And what many people oh, yeah. think, I think, I think. And at the very least, they get a guy that's a stopgap for PCA next year. So I, I can appreciate these. Some of these are names I, I recognize from the YouTube show or the podcast that you guys do at CHGO. Michael Coletta has made it over. Oh, he said, Ricketts God. is cheap. I, I heard you guys reference him on the podcast today. So I feel honored. we reference him all the time. We're, we're getting well, like the CHGO this is, bump right now. This is this awesome. is this is uh, this is like. This uh, is 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 Michael Collada ever been in your in your no, YouTube stream? No, no, this is a first. It. Thank you. This is a wow. First. Okay. All right. So, well, you know, yeah, <laughs> I, I think we always back- are like we're always like referencing him because uh, I don't know. He he's he's very real and he's very pessimistic, but we love him. So we I, always I feel like you, you kind of have to be to be a Cubs fan at this point. But I think going yeah. back to what you said about uh, Tyon is. I just like the way that it kind of slots everyone a little bit better. We don't know, you know, I hope Hendricks comes back and knocks it out of the park, you know, for lack of a better phrase, but I don't know. I don't know how that's going to go. Um, you know, I, I'm really excited for Hayden Wesneski. I am so yeah. pumped. Mm-hmm. Seeing that guy slider at the end of the season just blew me away. You know, I love Keegan Thompson. I'm not sure. I mean, personally i'd love to see him more as a starter but i I know his value is it is it kind of like is that swing man or that bridge guy you know Mm -hmm. you still have caleb killian out there and stroman was awesome last year he came out and and knocked it you know rocked it especially when he came back from that injury you know midway um so i'm like i'm really when i saw this signing i was more excited for this signing as opposed to the the um 
what's his name? The uh, Cody Bellinger signing, to be honest. And mm. I, I'm, I'm really hoping Bellinger does great. Um, but we'll, we'll kind of see. We also have Trevor. Trevor says he's a daily <laughs> CHGO listener, too. Thanks for bringing me over, Cody. So, Cody, thank you for bringing these people with yes. you. We, we appreciate <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, no problem. No uh, problem. Michael, Anything for you guys. Michael also says, want to make Cody understand just how cheap Ricketts <laughs> is. I am relentless. Dude. Don't worry. If you go back Michael, to Michael, I, I hope Michael listened or watched today's show fully. Like, he jumped in the stream kind of late in the show. Like, mm-hmm. if he watched the entire show, like, like, me, Luke, and Corey were very angry today. Yeah. Was, we I were mean, all angry, man. It's, so it's like, so I was shocked to hear Luke. I mean, and I wouldn't even say he was. I mean, he you could tell he was disappointed, and it was almost like a disappointed dad kind of kind of vibe. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, come on, you could have done better, Cubs. And it's like, mm-hmm. wow, I'm not used to hearing Luke Stuckmeyer say that, especially all those years on NBC Sports. You know, <laughs> obviously his hands so, are kind of tied a little bit. So, so today, I. Um, when I got to the office, I realized I forgot my keys. My girlfriend dropped me off at the office, and that's why I didn't bring my keys. So I get to the door, and I realize I don't have it. So I'm like, all right. So I call Luke. I call Luke, and he comes down to let me in the door. And I not even one foot into the door, he's like, this fucking team, man. Like, what are we doing? Because, like, we knew, like, I knew coming into the office today that at the very least, I was going to yell about some shit because oh, yeah. this whole thing, mm-hmm. this whole situation with Xander Bogarts signing the 11-year, $280 million contract completely changes how the Cubs can negotiate with Bingo. Correa now. And, like, that's the big thing. Like, that's the big thing that bothers me about it because – and that's why I tweeted that video and why I'm so angry because if you get that done – if you get that done basically as soon as with within hours after judge, if you just pay up, you just pay up. A, a, I don't even know what the number would be, but if you just pay up and, and give them whatever years, then you're not in the position that you are now yep. after Bogarts signs this mm-hmm. contract. And there's a lot of people in my mentions tonight that are like, still don't understand why I'm more so blaming Jed than I am Tom, because listen, whether Tom is truthful or not about the, 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 the actual saying yeah. the checkbook being open the fact that jed it is basically it feels like he's sitting on his hands right now when you got this situation where knowing that the moment the judge comes off the board the teams that didn't get judge judge are definitely going to be in on correa and Swanson. oh yeah yep. so like like th- that's the big thing that's the big thing that bothers me it has Honestly, it has nothing to do with how much money you're giving them. It doesn't have anything to do with how many years you're giving them. It's just the process that the Cubs are that have gone through doing this. And like, again, like I'm not saying that I wanted. A lot of people thought that I wanted the Cubs to give Bogarts that contract. No, it's no. It, I'm I'm yeah. personally glad they didn't give him that contract. Correct. I'm just pissed. Yeah. I'm pissed that the market is where it's at now. Yeah. Because and it's more so because I don't have confidence that. Jed or Tom or or I guess both of them Whoever, are going to do yeah. whatever it takes to get one of those two guys. And yep. we are at a point now where especially uh you know with just with the what everyone thinks on the outside looking in right now with the organization like the Cubs just had the lowest ticket sales since 1997. Like I was like what seven years old, six seven mm-hmm. years old then, <laughs> lowest ticket sales since yeah. then, yeah. And you would and 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 Cubs convictions coming back this year, 
Like you yeah, that is gonna to, be you have to get a big fish, man. I and oh, I yeah. don't I genuinely like I've been saying, like, I don't care if it if it's Swanson, I don't care if it's Correa, you gotta get one of them. Yep. And then like you get a guy, you get either one of those guys in the Bellinger and the tie-on signing make not only do they make more sense, but it looks even better on your roster. But if yep. it, if Bellinger and Tyon are your like your big money, big big spending, doesn't look good. Thing, it doesn't look great, and no one at Cubs convention is going to get excited about that or anything. And that so like that's that that's why I'm so angry with this entire situation is because now the Cubs are go- they absolutely are going to have to either give more years or they're going to have to give more money yep. than they would have had mm-hmm. to four days ago to get Correa. And and yeah. it's let alone last year. I mean, you know, yes, and, and 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 especially last year in the off season, like because clearly the Cubs were linked to him, and they talked, and and all of this, and that's all been out there. And you did like what the rumor was like ten years, three hundred million. That's that seems so much nicer than what I feel like the Cubs are going to have to give now. I feel like the Cubs are at least going to have to give eleven years, and at least have oh, yeah. to go up to three hundred fifty million. Maybe yeah. more for both. Yeah. Like yeah. that's like that's just the fact of the matter. And again, I'm not good at math, so I don't know if those numbers make sense. But like, you get what I'm saying. They're gonna have to go up more now on the years and the money. And like, that's that's what angers me the most because the Cubs did it to themselves. Maybe you know now I'll I'll give sorry I'll I'll no, give no, the Cubs I'll give the Cubs a little leeway to this point that I think that Correa was definitely going to hold out until after judge signed. Right. So the fact that they didn't sign Correa before judge signed, I'm, I'm cool with it, but, or I'm, I accept it. But the moment that he signed, like I said, at the beginning of this conversation, that's when the Cubs needed to get it done because now that Bogarts is off the board and it's just him and Swanson and Bogarts just got $120 million more than anyone expected and five years more than anyone expected. That's like, I'm at a point where I can't even project what Correa is going to get. No, it it totally blows the market like out of the water. Like I don't, I don't even know where the market goes from here because I, the thought of giving a 30-year-old an 11-year contract, and I get the Padres can, total, can can do that, you know what I mean? Especially if they're not counting on keeping Soto in, in whatever, what is it, next year, two years when his contract's up? Two years, um, you've got two, two years. years, right? Yep. And even mm-hmm. Vega in the chat said the Padres are a BS market, and they're spending without care if they can, anyone can. Totally yep. agree. Uh, he also mentioned that uh, uh, David Robertson got one year, $10 million. I would have loved to have seen him come back, too, as a Cub, but yeah you know um it's not yeah. i'm i'm not too upset about like who the cubs bring in to be in their bullpen because they've shown that they can just bring anyone they in can. and they can be good mm-hmm. that is so true. that that is fine like i i honestly need them to be in on like get to, to figure out the big things first and then just put the bullpen together some way one way or another plus they got some some guys in triple a that are up and coming that can, that can come out and be in that bullpen. So I'm not too worried about that, but yeah, I mean, even Brandon Nimmo getting like 162 yeah, million tonight, about? he had one really good year, man, eight years. Like he basically got a little bit less than he basically got the Jason Hayward contract without, you know, minus 20 million or so. And yeah. he, he had one really, really good year. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he's like, it's, it's wild. And like, this is just where it's at. And 
I'm fearful that the Cubs aren't going to... Are you suffering from chronic joint or back pain? Downtown's Healthcare in Denver offers effective alternative therapies that are non-invasive, non-surgical, and drug-free. Start your journey to a pain-free life. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner you know just get out of their comfort zone that like that's what really is what scares me is like are they going to be willing to just just do something that they don't feel like is the right move and you know like when you're the cubs like if something doesn't work out you you should be able to just you know do what the padres did when they moved eric hosmer when they traded him Freaking the Red Sox just ate like $50 million or whatever it was when Pablo Sandoval was the worst free agent (laughs) signing of all time. You know what I mean? Like, like their teams do it all the time. If you do not perform teams, just remove you. And like, that's the one thing about the Hayward contract that I guess angers me the most is that they just held on to him way too long. Got to a point where he kind of became a villain, whatever. But like, like that's like, if you, if you have a bad contract, you can just tell him to leave. Yeah, you just yeah. pay him to go away, <laughs> go away. man. Yeah, take just this like money and it, stop showing up to work. Right? I mean, right, right. Uh, and 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 uh, you know, Colada points out in the comments about the Phillies. I mean, listen, I I don't really like. I I'll give you a hot take. We had the hot take segment. I personally, even with Turner, I I don't think the Phillies make the playoffs next year. Wow. That's my hot take going into wow. next year. That's a big um, one. Right. Um, but to be able to get Bryce Harper um on the deal that he is at right now is such like he's not even making 30 million AAV. No. He's just like he yeah. just got a ton of years. He got a 13 year contract. And like he's great. Like he's gonna go to the Hall of Fame one day, probably. And like it just angers me even more at this moment that we are in that the Cubs weren't in on that seriously in on that back when that when he when he was in free agency because you 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 can <laughs> that contract it's it it's it's aged beautifully for the Phillies. Yep. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like I people get afraid because some of those contracts don't work out and stuff and obviously Hayward is like a great example but like I don't know man like I think that if the Cubs would have Sign a guy like Harper or Machado, then you then you're more willing to move some of those guys that they waited too long to trade, and then yep. maybe you're maybe we're not doing this rebuild. You know what I mean? And like, it's just like this is what this is what this these last four days have done to me is I've just gone over all these different scenarios in my head of what the Cubs could have, should have, and how like all these different scenarios of what they should have and could have done. To like, just like, I don't know, avoid like this, this fear of wanting, of wanting to spend for good baseball players. And yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it's, it's so it's, annoying. It's like a fear of returning to mediocrity. Like, 
Like if you don't if you don't come out and throw that money around, which and I, I think it was either you or Luke or, or I can't remember who it was on the CHGO podcast today. Like it might have been Luke. He said like when when the Cubs are good, Wrigley Field prints money. Like yeah, <laughs> like there is no excuse. And I get you know there's all these other behind the scenes we don't see like upkeep and and you know whatever. But renovations. like right. renovations and all mm-hmm. that you know redoing Wrigleyville in general. I, I get it. I know that's all money. I mean, Michael's in the chat says Harper's dog wanted him to sign here. Rickett said no. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's just it, it's so frustrating. I do I do want to bring up uh, one of our our listeners, Zach. He wrote in on Facebook earlier this week, and he wanted to know my take on losing Wilson Contreras because I was a pretty big Wilson <laughs> Contreras guy. I'll be honest, I I don't know if it's because I was so hyped up during the, the beginning of the winter meetings. Like when that news broke, it didn't even phase me. It was just kind of like mm-hmm. ah, whatever. Like, am I bummed he's going to the Cardinals of all teams? Yes. But like in the big scheme of things, I know I saw a stat. I can't remember who it was that tweeted it out today. Might have been Ivy Futures on Twitter. Oh yeah, Greg Zubank. Yes, about the the ERA of the pitchers, and granted, some of them were like thirty to forty innings as opposed to like seventy or eighty. But like most of the pitchers, the their ERA was like a whole run lower with uh with Jan. Jan Gomes. Yeah, with him uh, behind the plate as opposed to Wilson. Now, the one thing that did kind of break me a little bit, and and Vinny's like, "Are you going to try and make Cody puke on the radio on the show?" did I? Did you guys read Wilson Contreras's article in the Player Tribune today? Oh, no. don't get me started. <laughs> so not get so me I know started. I know Vinny didn't read it, but I wanted to just read this quote, and I th- I think Cody will appreciate this. This is from Wilson Contreras, Players Tribune. Go ahead and Google it; you'll find it. It says this is this is him. He said, "I do want to say that one of the biggest reasons why I'm so excited by joining the St. Louis Cardinals is because it is going to be a huge honor to carry on the tradition of excellence that Yachty established during his 19-year career in the big leagues. I've learned so much from that guy over the years by watching him play, how he carries himself." how balls stick to his chest protector his passion and all that stuff is impossible to miss everything about the dedication he had how hard he worked the player the type of player and teammate he was wanting to get better every day i'd like to throw in there didn't he leave like in the midst of the playoff race to yes. go to a restaurant or something he was starting basketball game basketball game i'm sorry a team he owned or something like that uh he did it during the season or something that's right yeah. yes and then he finishes it by saying it's all one of a kind and all of it has me inspired to keep pushing for tomorrow to be the very best player and leader i can for the cardinals I'll be honest. That just did you have to out. read it? You didn't have to <laughs> I didn't read have it, to, but it makes <laughs> you for a good show. <laughs> um, says obviously didn't learn how to work with a pitching staff, though. So <laughs> yeah, listen, yeah. You're, this is my take on Contreras, and I kind of, I basically said it on the show. Like, I would have loved for them to keep him, mm-hmm. but I, I think five years is too much, in my oh, yeah. opinion. Yeah. Like, we're talking about a, a guy who's going to be thirty-one years old next year. And he has, and you even said it like the the pitchers, ERAs, and other things related to pitchers yeah. are worse than with Jan Gomes. And look, I don't think it has anything to do with Contreras. I think the Cubs just want to go more defensive at that position. And like, listen, there's if if you're going to put offense, you're gonna fix, you're gonna replace that guy's offense with someone else. And yeah. put someone defensive back there, then fine. Like, yeah. as long as you're replacing him, that's fine. And that's like another big thing that has to do with this whole Correa Swanson thing for me is like you got you got to get someone to to replace Wilson Contreras's offense, man. You know, we talked yeah. about it when it when uh, when the like the day that the news broke, like you know, like 
you you he led the team in WRC plus and and Woba and and all these other stupid uh, <laughs> advanced analytics. Like it it is it is it is ridiculous um, that you know our catcher was the Cubs' best offensive player this year. Yep. Yeah, but that said, like. From the emotional side, yeah, it sucks. Like, I do not want to see Wilson Contreras in a Cardinals uniform next year. Like, no, that gross. sucks. And I hate that he wrote this stupid Players Tribune article. Yeah. And he, and it honestly started off with everything that had to do with the Cardinals. And the headline pisses me off. And it's just like, dude, like, Cubs fans gave you nothing but love, love in your yeah. walk year, man. Nothing but love. Like, mm-hmm. we pe- freaking people wearing the obvious shirt, extend Wilson Contreras, uh, all over the ballpark this year, like it's not the fans' fault that you're not no, a Cub. No, it's not, yeah. the, and that's and that's what pisses me off. And like I, I was in uh, my good friend Dom Frederick's uh, Twitter space yesterday, and he was talking about how he thinks Wilson is going to go full heel. And like <laughs> I don't know how heel he could go to make me completely loathe him, just because. I mean, he was part of the World Series team, man. And he was here yeah. for a long time and he yeah. made a lot of great memories. It's going to be really hard for me to like full on hate him like I do most Cardinals. But this player's tribute article is a he's off to a great start to making me want to not like him. <laughs> and, um, you know, like I, the way he is on social media, that doesn't it, maybe he wants that. Maybe he does want maybe. us to not like him. And and you know what? If that maybe it's because that'll make him play better against us. I, I don't know. I I the guy is crazy. I mean, the amount of times he almost like charged the mound at certain, oh, yeah. at certain guys because guy because guys threw up and in like all this stuff. And and the and I and I've said this before, Wilson Contreras is a guy that you will run through a brick wall for if he is on your team. Yep. But when he's not, you absolutely hate him. There's a reason yep. that the people in Milwaukee hate him. And oh, there's yeah. a reason With a passion. There's, and there's a reason that every Cardinal fan would say that he was overrated and he's not nearly as was never good enough to be in the same conversation as Yachty is until what three days ago. Um, You know, like there's, there's a reason that they would all say that because like he rubs people the wrong way if he's not on your team. And you know what? Like, like yes, exactly. Exactly. And like, in a way I respect it and it's fine. And like, I understand um, I guess I really, the only way that I guess that I, that I could really, really hate him is if, you know, he has a lot of success there, like not necessarily him, but just the team. Yeah. Like if the Cardinals go and have a couple deep playoff runs and somehow win a world series or something with them, then it's, it's going to hurt a lot. Right. Um, yeah. But yeah. as far as like in the moment right now, yeah, I was with you. I, 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 you know, on the CSU Cubs podcast, like I said multiple times that like, the card, like I didn't think the Cardinals were actually going to do it. I didn't like if they were no. going to, if they were going to, you know, sh- like make Yachty this like poster boy of what a catcher should be and how his defense and his game calling and his all this bullshit. If that's if that's the identity of a great catcher and someone that is the greatest of all time, to go from someone like that to, to a guy. To a guy like Wilson, who I didn't say this, but the league believes that he is bad at game calling and bad at like taking criticism and all like again, I'm not saying it. It's yeah. perceived around the Correct. league. And only two teams were interested in him in free agency, the Cardinals and the Astros. 
Mm-hmm. If if the Cardinals are are one of those two teams, and the Astros were mainly going to use him in left field, and I think that's why he didn't go to the Astros is because he has right. too much pride. Um, so if only those two teams were really interested in him in free agency, then then I have no choice other than to believe that my belief that Yachty is one of the most overrated baseball players this century, hell, maybe of all time, <laughs> maybe of all time, guys, <laughs> is even more factual now because the Cardinals have completely flipped to a complete different guy. Yeah. And they're like, they're like believing in how they're coaching and all that. Their culture is going to change him, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, if that's the case, then why did you hang on to Yachty for two fucking decades, dude? <laughs> what the fuck? The Spot dude on. is the most the dude is the most overrated baseball player this century at the very least. I would take I would take one of his brothers who they're probably what in their late fifties by now, mid fifties, Benji and Jose Molina. I would still take them over Yachty at this point. So <laughs> I I like a lot of people, I, or a lot of people think that when I say he's overrated, I say that I think he was a bad baseball player. Like that—that's not true. I just think that he gets too much credit for like the Cardinals mm-hmm. winning and their culture and shit. The the dude played for twenty years. Like, yeah, you gotta you gotta have some level of respect for the guy, right? But do I think he is the reason that they won rings and that they win year in and year out? No, No, they won last year because of fucking Nolan Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt and Albert Pujols. Like freaking he was riding Albert Pujols. Yeah, (laughs) he was riding Albert Pujols coattails the first half of his career. Like and and then he had he, he did have like a five to seven year stretch in the early 2010s where he. Yeah, I think you can absolutely say he was the best catcher in the league. Sure. But when you when you want to talk, if you're going to tell me that that's all it takes to be a first ballot Hall of Famer, a five to seven year stretch of being really, really good at your at your job, then by golly, we might as well start talking about putting Jason Hayward in the Hall of Fame, guys, because he was good for, you know, a nice five year stretch before he came to the Cubs. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm just like. I, I can't understand it. I you got to explain it to me like I'm five years old to to get me to like <laughs> to like understand the ideology behind Yadi Molina being a Hall of Famer. So circling back to Willis Contreras, listen I, again. I for me personally, I hope he is like I hope he's not a complete bust. I don't want him to be a Dexter Fowler, but right his his deal in the situation screams Dexter Fowler to that's, me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, the, the Cardinals fans are going to turn on him very quickly. Oh yeah. And, and then oh, it's going gonna to get bad real quick. And, and like, even for Dexter Fowler, like I felt so bad for him near the end of that whole situation. I'm just like, Oh, this poor guy, like, Man, I mean, granted, he did it to him, you know, did it to himself. But I, I don't know. I, he took the he took the money. Took the money. Him. Like yeah, he's shit. still he's still collecting the check. You know, it's still yeah, showing yeah. up in his bank account every two weeks. Um, Vinny, I'm curious before we wrap up our Cubs talk, do you have a preference at this point who you'd like to see them target? If it's down to Correa and Swanson, or 
Are you think we're we're gonna end up with the Gene Seguras of the world at this point? <laughs> Adam Frazier at second base. Yeah. Oh um, God, um, I hope it doesn't <laughs> get to that. No, I I mean obviously Correa's the one I think that makes the most sense. I mean if if they're gonna have to go eleven years for Swanson, I'd rather him go eleven years for the younger player in Correa. Um, I did want to get to a point that Cody had mentioned on the CHGO podcast today about. Uh, and you weren't the only one. That's why I'm bringing this up because I don't want to be, uh, you know, attack you here. But you had mentioned <laughs> that they could have gotten uh, Correa last year for 10 years, 300 million. Uh-huh. Uh, two things against that. One, he came out and said he didn't want to sign with the Cubs because they weren't competing. Mm-hmm. And the the counter argument to that is money talks, right? Yep. That I mean, pay him enough, he'll yeah. come here. But the second part to that was was he switched agents during the lockout. He switched to to Boris and Buster only reported during. I remember the report that said that if he signs a long term contract, Boris wasn't going to get full commission. But if he signed a one year deal, he could get full commission this year when he signs a long term deal. So there was incentive for Boris to get him to sign that short term deal with opt outs every year, pretty much one year deals. Um, just to get that bigger commission. Now, I don't know how true that is. I mean, I feel like that's kind of, kind of sleazeballish agent, you know, work to get <laughs> yeah, him. That's, to, that's oh, on you a know, whole other level deal. Yeah. So you know, I can get paid the next year around. So I don't know how true that is, but I I did see that, and I know you, I saw that on Twitter, and I know you talked about it on the show. I did want to bring it up. I just you know I I didn't know how true that is, and you know how true like. If you heard anything different, um, you know, um, that that was more true or is that just. Well, I, so first off, the first the first uh, point you made about um, the Cubs are in a rebuild. You didn't want to be part of that. Well, not only the money, this money talk, but also he went to the twins who like finish at the bottom of the AL Central. <laughs> so I so I, I never really believed that. Um, okay. but you do make a very good point about the switching of the agent thing. And, um, to be honest, I completely forgot that that happened. So you're, you're showing me up here and, and that's fine. <laughs> that's, I respect it. I respect <laughs> Sorry, it here a little Cody. bit. Um, and that's but, the last time Cody shows up on our show. <laughs> Thanks, <Vinny>. But, <laughs> uh, Hey, I'm giving you credit where credit is due. I, I get it. Like, listen, I don't think I'm right about every little thing. I just like this whole entire thing with Correa. I just feel like the Cubs are just doing everything they can to fuck this up. Like the more the time goes on, I just feel like that's what is. And that's to me, that's honestly the point. And so like, yeah, maybe perhaps they couldn't have got him last year, but they were linked to him for so long last winter that like the whole agent thing can't be the whole sole reason that the Cubs didn't get him. Uh, I think that comes down to what did, did Ricketts let, or did Ricketts open the checkbook last off season? Probably not, but also, like, what if he did, but Jed is just doing what he's doing right now and 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 just, like, taking his, his slow-ass time, you know what I mean, and, and trying yep. to spend intelligently. I think, I, honestly, like, I don't think it's all on Tom, and I don't think it's all on Jed. I think it's, like, a, a mixture, and it's, and, it, it, and it's annoying because, like, when yep. Theo was here, it felt like Tom gave Theo the keys, and he went and did what he did. And, yeah, he made some mistakes, but – you you knew the Cubs were going to go out there and do things when they were ready to win. And right now I feel like the Cubs are like a few star pieces away from being at least a wild card team in this mm-hmm. shitty Mickey Mouse division. They should be active out there, man. And listen, they got Bellinger and they got Tyon. And like, 
I'm not nothing against those guys. Those are those are great additions to go if you get a star player. Like and like I said that earlier, like they, they that's that's the thing is those look like great signings if you get that star player. So mm-hmm. yeah, no, you're it. I'm I'm sure there's plenty of things I said on today's show that I probably either contradicted or you know, didn't do my research, whatever. I'm just like, I feel like my, the entire point of the rant is that it just feels like the Cubs are sitting on their hands and not, not being aggressive, not being aggressive. And like, that's, that's the thing. Do you think Jed at all is worried because he saw how it went with Theo when they were able to spend and then Tom just kind of closed the checkbook during those last couple of years now and not getting Machado, not getting Harper, you know, not Mm re-signing Nick Castellanos. Do you think that's in the back of Jed's mind that he's worried that, yeah, the checkbook's open today, but it's not open tomorrow type of thing? Yeah. He's worried about that where he needs to give himself, which, I again, I don't, you know, sign the player, worry about that later type of thing. And, you know, Mm -hmm. you should be, you should be able to eat the cost and there's no big renovations going on with Wrigley in the foreseeable future. The sports right. book isn't going to cost that much. And that's going to be up and running in a, what next year or something like that. It'll so, be, it'll be sometime in next year. Yeah. Like exactly. it's it, the building is constructed. They just, they're still fixing it up and everything. Sure. Yeah, um, so. yeah, no, it's uh, that. I mean, that's a, that's a good point. Like maybe. Um, and if so, then like, Maybe this, maybe the front office and ownership group are so far off, like, you know, on the same page than anyone thinks. And the only reason that I've never really thought that that was an issue is because, like, you never really had an issue with it. The moment that the Ricketts family became owners and they hired Theo, like, it was you do what you do and fix the the team. Yeah, yeah, and 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 Tom, do you and like, you know. After tw- after they lost in the NLCS in 2017, they signed Darvish. They signed a few other guys. They, they signed some bullpen guys and went into 2018. Had some had some issues. Um, you know, ha- you know, they obviously they they lost game 163. Had to play the wild card game, and then that's when the the money went away, right? Yeah. Um, and Theo said the offense broke. And we thought they were going to do something, and all they did was sign Daniel Descalso, um, and then oh, they signed, and yeah. and then they and then they signed Craig Kimbrell in the middle of the 2019 season, uh, be- because Ben Zobris had to go deal with his cheating wife. Yeah. yeah. Um. So like, yeah, there's issues there, but on top of that, like the one thing I will that I will definitely have to criticize Theo for is that, okay, you're not going to be able to spend money. Why not? Why not trade a guy like that? That that was the time where you trade a where you trade a Schwarber or you trade a Bryant or 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 hell, we all would have screamed and yelled if they traded Javi Baez after 2018. But if you if you traded him, you could have got something really valuable back like that. That was the time to really, you know, consider doing something like that. And and I remember after the 2018 season, I was like, all right. It, it feels like we need to, you know, shake things up a little bit. You know, everyone was talking about, are they going to extend Bryant? Are they going to extend Baez? All these guys like, but also in the back of my mind, and I think a lot of people's minds was too, like, we got to shake up the roster a little bit. Like at that point, Kyle Schwarber was, you know, he, he was a streaky hitter, right? And, mm-hmm. and he struck out a lot. And 
I mean, he still he still strikes out a lot, but he he definitely became a better hitter after he left the Cubs. And you know, in 2018, he was solid. And then I thought even more so after 2019, especially the second half of 2019, you could have moved a guy like Schwarber. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, like I'm not saying they should have traded Schwarber. What sucks about Schwarber is they let him go for nothing. Yeah. Um, but like that's that's kind of my thing with that situation of them closing up the 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 checkbook or whatever, like. That and and Jed said himself, like they held on to some of those guys way too long. Yep. And for three years, we all sat and discussed: Will they extend this guy? Will they extend this guy? And they didn't extend any of them. And Kyle Hendricks is now the only guy left from 2016 on the roster, and it's sad. And whatever. Um. So yeah, like again, like and you, I when I said earlier about the scenarios that I go through in my head, like. I think about – I said this on today's CSGO Cubs podcast. I think about what if Hayward actually, like, hit when he was with the Cubs? Like, what if he had actually hit? Perhaps he opts out and the Cubs can use that money to go get Harper. Uh, or or because he's good, um, the, lat, the, the missing of, you know, Ben Zobrist in 2019 doesn't really disappear. Or, mm-hmm. um, you know, Chris Bryant's injuries don't – don't affect the team as much because Jason Hayward's living up to the contract. Right. Like I think about those types of scenarios all the time. It's, it's very unhealthy to do because it just makes me sad, but I think about them and I'm like, man, like dude's a great dude. And he probably don't win and win without probably don't win the world series without him, but fuck he like, and, and I only say that because Ricketts wasn't willing to just like, let him go. Like pay yep. him to go away and then and then fix the issue. You know what I mean? Like that's 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 where I that's where I get angry about ownership and stuff like that. Like I I don't I don't get angry about ownership about a lot of things, but it, the handling of just not trying to fix that roster earlier is is what bothers me a lot because it was clear, especially after 2019, and then the fact that they yep. didn't do anything then too is just so infuriating. And so, yeah, now, and that's why we're in this position that we're in. And listen, I tweeted earlier, like, you know, I accepted trading the core. I accepted, you know, this and that. And I am, you know, I'm on board for this next wave of, of prospects and all that. Like you, you sold me on it. That's why you have to sign some guys. That's why you have to sign a Correa, because if you don't do it, then you're going to lose people like me. And when you lose people like me, you're losing people who are going to go to the ballpark, whether they're good or bad. Right. Yep. So that that you they get into a dangerous territory if they if they lose the the fans that are ready to go and, and amped up and have bought into like the mission statement of this next round. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it's man it I don't know if if they don't if they don't get I have totally just written off Korea in the sense that I don't feel like the Cubs are gonna be willing to go that high and that long and I've just like made peace with like just get Dansby Swanson. And then we'll we'll see what else shakes out. It's like just just get him, and we'll be good. And and it's like if you would have told me that that's how I'd be feeling on like Monday night, Tuesday night, when they were like they're gonna get Xander Bogarts and Dansby Swanson, and oh my god, this infield is gonna be stacked. I was so pumped. I was like, man, what jersey can I buy? Because I am like amped up to the net, like the whole nine yards. And like and now it's like, God, they're they're gonna blow this. 
because yeah. they don't want to they don't want to do it so um, and, and and it's yeah. again it's 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 wild to think about because you all the signs pointed that they were going to do this because like listen cubs convention is every year to whether they're good or bad but like right. The Cubs have never been in a situation where the fan base is angry at them. There's vitriol like bef- now, yeah. Right. Like before 2016, everyone would go to Cubs convention and just, you know, be happy to be there because it's the Cubs. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't yeah. know how – like, that's what I feel like it always was. And you always talked yourself into thinking, oh, maybe the team could be good, blah, blah, blah. And, like, again, no real expectations, like legitimate expectations so, until after they won the World Series and, like, I'm just, I'm just. Uh, if you're gonna have that, like, and and you're gonna still charge people like 120 yeah. bucks to go to that, like, fuck, no dude. Thanks. That's that's yeah. that's gonna be a no for me, dog. Like, I. <laughs> that, good luck to anyone who who works for the Cubs that has to go work that, you know. And yeah. and, and 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 if they have that, and then Tom doesn't show up, like, even more people are gonna be mad, honestly. So, I don't know. Like, I I I I am thinking negatively about Correa right now in terms of them getting him. You know, I've been very loud about how it doesn't matter to me that it's probably that, that I'm okay with Swanson too. But like, let's be real. Like Correa is a better baseball player than Dansby Swanson. Maybe Dansby Swanson has the, you know, maybe he can potentially be at the level of a Carlos Correa in terms of hitting, but you know, you're going to give a guy a lot of money and, and, and do a lot of hoping good luck. So yeah. But at least he has the defense. Like I can give him that. But you, yeah. you, this this team needs some pop, man. They need some offense. Yep. You get some offense to go with this up and coming pitching staff. They can be a very fun team to watch next year. Well, th- yep. that's the plan, though. We got Nikki Bats, Nikki Two Strikes, ready to go. <laughs> He's gonna come out if if one more person <laughs> calls into the score when I'm listening <sighs> on my lunch break and says. But if they sign a shortstop, what are they going to do with Nick Magical? I'm like, I don't give a shit what they do with him. I'm sure he's a lovely individual, but Carlos Correa and Nico Horner or Nick Magical, like, oh, you know, yeah. come on, you know. But oh god, it's 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 a shit show. Um, real quick, just because we we do have some White Sox listeners that listen, I I did find. Uh, this quote from Jerry Reinsdorf, and, and I know the CHGO White Sox guys have been hitting Reinsdorf pretty hard lately. I, I just want to read this because I find this hysterical, but I'm also pretty pessimistic too. Uh, he was asked about just what he's doing for the, the, the community. Apparently, he's he's responsible for putting a lot of kids through college. Uh, Reinsdorf was quoted as saying, this is what the best thing I can do is really about. There's 250 kids who went to college that probably would not have gone. It's great, but it's one of the many programs. Really, I'm sincere when I say the best thing you can do when you own a sports franchise is to do things in the community. It's so much more important than winning a baseball game, which is good because we don't win many. <laughs> right? <laughs> are, are you Are you kidding me? Like, I'm not even a White Sox fan. I know Greg, our third co-host, is a diehard, and he's he's starting to waver. Like you can tell in our text chain with him, they're losing him. And and similar to Cody, what you were talking about not showing up at Wrigley this year if things go south. Like when you lose those members of the fan base, yes, I will I will not begrudge anybody who is willing to help support the community and and to give those kids that maybe are struggling the the chance to go to college. Awesome. But to say that that's why you own a team and that's the most important thing about owning a team, 
he doesn't have to own a team to do charity work. Yeah. I don't know if if anyone wants to remind him about that. It's almost like he's like just completely out of the like completely has no idea what people think about him. Like exactly. Like yeah. it's it's like the entire like everything that anyone has ever said about him is just gone over like over his head. Like <laughs> holy shit, is that bad? Like I'll say this, man. As bad as like the Cubs have made me angry over the last four days and all of that. Like I still think whether they get a career or not. I still think that they're in a better position oh, for yeah. success than I do the White Sox. And yep. the only reason I say that is like, what are the White Sox going to do? Like, I thought they should have been all in on, on Brandon Nimmo. Oh yeah. I yep. thought they should have been all in on Nick Castellanos last year. I thought they should have been all in on all kinds of guys last year. And then, or in, and you get what I'm saying. Yeah, and yep. they're just not like it, it. And they're in the middle of their championship window. Like, Oh, that window is, is like three quarters of the way shut now. Right. If, if they are, something. they are, they are relying on Luis Robert finally living up to his MVP like uh, potential. They're relying on Eloy to be able to play more than a hundred games. They're relying on Tim Anderson to come back healthy, which I think that's actually very possible. He's had some um, weird. He had some weird liking of tweets today too about yeah uh, being a White that. Sox member forever. So. Yeah, and. And then, you know, a, a few other you, – they're hoping for a few other things. I mean, they're hoping Mike Clevenger can be their a replacement for Johnny Cueto, like, which he could. There's, there's upside there. I, yeah. The the Mike Clevenger move is more of a move I felt like the Cubs would do because they're they're not ready to win the World Series. They're yeah. they're trying to get into the playoffs, and, we, and we're happy. The White Sox, they are coming off the most disappointing season in Chicago sports – history of this century the most disappointing team this yeah. century no doubt no maybe doubt. the maybe yep. the 04 cubs are right there with them but like may and maybe the 2019 bears are right there with them too yeah <laughs> that team had world series aspirations and they missed the playoffs and they're i don't like in their front office is sitting on their hands and whether that's their fault or if that's jerry's fault like Holy shit, is that a dumpster fire, man? Like, yeah. and I'm I not saying this yeah. because I'm a Cubs fan. Right, I'm just right. saying it because it's the truth. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it, it does make me feel better being a Cubs fan in this situation because at least the Cubs have gone out there and have made some free agent signings. Um, even like last year with Strowman and, and, and Suzuki, I thought last year Strowman would have been a nice play for them. Um, but yeah, man, they—they're just not doing. They're—they're they're clearly showing that they don't care if they're good or not. They care about if the fans are going to come. But like, fuck, dude, like, they, fans ain't coming to every game no. like they do at Wrigley. No, <laughs> fuck. Uh, I don't know. I—I I don't. In a way, I wish it. Wrigley was like that because then maybe the Wrigley would, would do more. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, that, I, lowest ticket sales since tw- since nineteen ninety seven. But still, whatever. I mean, that's that's like pre Kerry Wood. I mean, that's insane. Like mm, I remember. Yeah. 97 i would have been 10 like that that's going back yeah. like those teams were not good uh at right all. so and that was uh, like yeah. pre pre soso really you know yep. injecting the steroids you know what i mean like <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. yeah like i i like 98 is really when i became a fan sure i, I was yep. so young you know what i mean right. so right that makes sense and like the cubs have been in 
huge attendance, like huge attendance numbers yeah. since then, right? So Right. I, f- I feel like yeah. 03 is when it really went like insane in terms of like attendance. Like you, you had to be there because you could tell like they were trying to win and then it's it's kind of been on an upward trajectory and then it's kind of bottomed out and kind of, you know, ebbed and flowed. But huh, Michael says we have two baseball owners in the town, cheap and cheaper. Uh, all, the, <laughs> all the folks in the chat, thank you so much. We are, we are absolutely loving this. And it's What's up, the, Jack uh, R? Been, he's been, he's, been in, he's in the – Jack R, he comes into the Cubs thing too, Cubs uh, channel awesome. all the time. Uh, and he was – he said something about IU. He, he's a big IU fan. He's got Bob Knight. I saw picture. that. I saw that. He, yes. he likes he likes to give me a lot of crap about Illinois, but Illinois just beat number two Texas the other day. Hey, they're a basketball um, school. They're a basketball school. <laughs> yep. Big basketball school. I'm feeling good. And Indiana lost to Rutgers the other day. Oof. I don't know. I don't know. But yes, they have to play Gonzaga this weekend. That, that that's a big game. We'll see. Uh, Vinny, I'm going to defer to you. Do you have anything about the Bears you want to share, or should we jump straight to whatever? We can just jump straight to whatever. All right. Uh, so for those of you in the chat, if you haven't listened to our show before, the second half of our show after we get done bitching and complaining and moaning about Chicago sports, which I feel like we did a good job tonight, yeah. uh, we pick something in pop culture or we make a top five list. This week we talked to uh, we, th- we we talked I talked to Vinny and I talked to Cody and we decided to figure out we were going to try and rank our top five Christmas gifts we've ever gotten. I, I don't know about you guys. I'm focusing more on as a kid because that's when it was like awesome. Um, yep. So we are going to do that. Uh, so, Vinny, go ahead and hit the music. He's on fire! Oh, that's, not, that's the basketball <laughs> that's <not> music, Vinny. <laughs> now oh, it's no. time for whatever. 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 Whatever you want. Whatever I want. Whatever, dude. Irrelevant. Whatever, dude. All right, Vinny. Take it away. Welcome to whatever baseball. This week, as Justin had just alluded to, we are talking top five Christmas gifts of all time. And I, uh, Justin, as you also talked about, I also cut my list to when I was a kid because as I got older, Christmas, the magic of Christmas, so to speak, kind of just wore off uh, for well, I feel like now reasons I'm for us now. I can buy stuff. I don't have to wait mm-hmm. for Christmas. But- very true. Very no. true. Yeah. <laughs> Cash in on those Black Friday deals to pick up all the video games you can't play, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. If, if, <laughs> if anyone in the chat is a parent and they still play video games, if you could let me know how you find time to play video games when you're a parent, I would really appreciate it because I'm down to like <laughs> Saturday night at like 11 p.m. for like an hour and then it's like, shit, I should just go to bed. So You regret yeah. it because then you have to wake up early in the morning. That's exactly right. Yes. Cody, thank you for joining us for the whatever topic. Um, this should be a lot of fun. So I will let you go first, the guest of honor. What is your number five Christmas gift of all time? Uh, man, I don't know how to rank them. I can just think of like the five yeah. that I really like. That works. Um, well, let me – okay. I like the idea of when you're a kid, like Justin said. Um, hmm. Man, when my dad got me the PS One when I was a kid was oh, yeah. Ooh, that nice. was that that was an all time man. Like when I got the play the original PlayStation, I remember getting that and I played Spyro the Dragon and Crash Bandicoot all Great the time. Games, man. man, holy shit, yeah. That and uh, oh, what was it with the cars? Driver, Driver Two, Drive, yeah. Yes. Uh, Wrigley Field yeah. was in Driver Two, if I'm pr- yes, it was. Mistaken. Yeah, was it really? Yeah. Oh wow. Yep. This this is wow. okay. 
this is where it's going to get like in the weeds. I remember my buddy had driver two. You could go to Wrigley. I want to say Vinny, you'll have to correct me. It was either in the bleachers or like in the concourse. There was like a, like a 70 Chevelle that was like the best car in the game that you could it find. It was underground. It was underground. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I didn't why, know this. Why is a 35-year-old, I remember that? I don't know. There's. Yeah, I don't there's remember that. that. All I remember, I think it was driver two that I played the most. I think that was the better one. Yeah. Um, yes. But I all I did, I remember it was like me and my cousin, we would always take turns we, with the controller. I'd get He'd give me the controller, and I would just get in the car and just drive around and get, you know, try and run away from cops and just run things yep. over. It, it was like playing Grand Theft Auto, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Um, and, you know, then whenever you get caught, we give we just let the other person have the controller yep. and then they would do like it's so yep. crazy how like that was just so entertaining when you're a kid but oh, like yeah, that's it, what we would do and i do not remember ever driving into wrigley field man <laughs> i yeah, do we, not I remember do, doing we that we would do donuts i think you could do donuts like on the field and stuff if i'm not i think mistaken. so yeah that's you were able to break wild. into the field yeah wow yeah, yeah. no yeah the Either way, like PlayStation, honestly, like there's a reason they brought the PlayStation back or whatever, yes. like a few years ago. Yeah. A lot yeah. of those games are awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that, as a millennial, I think millennials are with me on that one. Yeah. I yep. would 100% second that. So good call. Okay. Justin, do you have a yeah, number? Did you like, rank I, yours? Or? I, you know what? I have five. So I'll, I'm just going to go at random. I, you know, I guess. For, for since since uh cody brought it up i also remember ps1 i got a ps1 christmas of 96 and i'm dating myself here i got mlb pennant race which was sony's baseball game before it became the show um that was the year i think like oh god was jeff blouser on the cubs it might have been a year later like we're talking like really uh-huh. jim bullinger and like all these <laughs> off god off rick wilkins i think was the catcher maybe uh horrible horrible guys um but yeah we had that in crash bandicoot and then i bought way too many games after that and i remember being so pumped because that was i think the year n64 came out and my parents were like we're so sorry we couldn't find an n64 and i'm like i i don't care like playstation's fine i'll take whatever (laughs) i can get so um yeah to piggyback off of, of off of cody uh that would be one of mine for sure michael in the chat says his dad got him an ernie banks shortstop glove in 1960 and he still has it best christmas morning ever that's that a, is incredible nice that that is awesome that, that is, is incredible that is awesome yeah. i would i would yes. love to see that someday that is that is awesome uh Vinny, what about you justin i have to say though that that was kind of like a major thing getting a playstation instead of a 64 like just changed your whole life there because you it are changed a my whole trajectory guy. because then then i want down the rabbit hole of a ps2 ps3 ps4 yeah and now i have a ps5 which yeah, things it's could just, be different. You could have an Xbox or whatever I could. it is now. I yeah, I could. I don't. But no, I have. A, I'm all <laughs> PlayStation all the time when I have time. I know Cody was tweeting out Modern Warfare Two stuff, and I'm like, Yeah, oh, I've man, been streaming should, Call of Duty. I it's should, been a. I should buy that. And I'm like, it's oh, a good game. It's just like any other Call of Duty. Yeah, or whatever. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I tried yeah. out the Warzone because I know that's the free mode. I try. I'm like, Oh, that's pretty cool. And so yeah, I'm just relegated to like one night a week because I never have time or I'm too freaking tired from being a parent. Um, <laughs> Vinny, what about you though? Um, uh, probably my uh, I ranked mine. I took the okay. 
short time to rank it, but uh, my number five was uh, I got a, a Tasmanian Devil Space Jam jersey for Christmas. Wow. Oh, hell yeah. And I remember because yeah. I was playing like CBA, YMCA basketball. I showed up. I felt so cool wearing that jersey, <laughs> showing up. I was awful. I still am bad at basketball. I don't know why I ever You're played tall. that. You're tall. You should be good. That's like the prerequisite. I'm tall. I can't jump. Like that the yeah. movie, White Man Can't Jump. That is me. Uh. I can't jump. That, that movie was named after me. <laughs> Uh, before I was born, but yeah, so that was probably the first one I thought of. But yeah, number five for me was that Tasmanian Devil jersey. Oh, shit, I played basketball for the school team in sixth grade, and I'm five seven now. I think I was probably four feet nothing in sixth grade, <laughs> so I couldn't play. Yeah. There's a reason I played hockey most of my life and not uh, not basketball. So anyway, I digress. All right, I kick it to you, Cody. Okay. Um... Uh, you were just talking, you just mentioned a movie and when I, so obviously when, when we're, when I was a kid, Justin, you too, you, you, how old are you? I'm 35. 35. So like just four years older than yeah. me. Um, you know, getting like DVDs or just like a movie for Christmas was like, especially when I was younger was always a big deal uh, because you couldn't go on Netflix yeah. or you, mm-hmm. you could like renting them. It was like, um, I think Redbox was slowly becoming a thing or something like Redbox was becoming a thing, but like family video was the only way you would rent things oh, more often God. than not. But um, the, I can't remember what year the movie came out, but man, when I was in high school, I loved super bad. Super bad was like my oh, yeah. favorite movie <laughs> when I was a kid. Super bad is still one of my all time favorite movies. And <laughs> like, when I got the movie for Christmas, it came with like the McLovin like like ID That's license, awesome. like an actual nice. one, like That's attached awesome. to it. And I honestly can't tell you when I finally took that damn thing out of my wallet as an adult. <laughs> like that, I, I carried that thing around with me all the time That's for great. like for like a decade, man. Like I, I I'm not even like kidding. That was. And it was only because every time I would see it, I'd probably get a laugh out of it or something like that. Um, but yeah, no, that was, Superbad is one of my all-time favorite movies. So whenever I got it for Christmas, um, whatever year it was, I was—I just remember being super excited about it. I still have the movie. I have a whole collection of DVDs that, that I don't watch anymore because yeah. I don't need to. But right, yeah. Um, is, did you ever try to oh use God. that ID to get in or buy? <laughs> no, it? no, just as a I, joke. Like you I, just drop that down. <laughs> <laughs> no, I never did. No. I I don't I think I just thought it was so like funny because like it was a fake ID in the movie, so like right. I don't know what it was, just carrying it around. Again, I was a teenager, so I was like, Oh yeah. I got I got a driver's license. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like the I don't car know. and everything, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. I uh, saw that movie in college. I want to say it was maybe a junior in college. And I remember I went with a couple of buddies to see it and I was blown away by how funny it was. And then I did to Vinny will appreciate this. I did this like self reflection like, man, I really should have enjoyed high school more. I was too tame and like uptight in high school like i barely i don't i couldn't even probably count on one hand how many house parties i went to i'm i you know which Vinny i'm sure is not surprised at all after knowing me for almost <laughs> what 15 years now uh yep. and i'm like man I, now that being said like i think in high school i was probably more like michael Sarah, kind of like keeping to himself a little goofy you know but mm-hmm. um 
Yeah. Oh god, that that is literally probably one of my favorite movies of all time. The the scene when they're playing soccer and they, he kicks the ball. It's like it's fucking soccer, man. It's fucking soccer, Greg, or some, whatever he says like that. It makes me laugh every time. So, good stuff. Good call. I like totally. that a lot. Oh, Justin, yeah. Um. All right. I'm gonna go. Or... I'm gonna go. This would have been like '96 or '97 uh, when the starter jacket craze hit. Uh, I had the pullover way too big for my size but that's how everybody wore them they had the front pocket and it was the pullover i had the charlotte hornets teal jacket uh i remember i was a hornets fan because i loved mugsy bogues and glenn rice and alonzo morning and stuff like that but um just kind of funny it's like the bulls glory days and here's me south side south suburbs of chicago wearing a charlotte hornets jacket and i still remember my mom in particular was like you know, I don't know if you should wear that to school because your your lockers don't have locks. And if someone steals that, you're not getting another one. Like it was it was very serious <laughs> business to have a starter mm-hmm. jacket in grade school. But, yeah, that would be one of my top five for sure. I wore that thing probably till like right before freshman year of high school. And I'm like, yeah, I can't wear this anymore. I'm going to get laughed at as soon as I get to high school. So yeah. <laughs> now you could wear it and be retro. Yeah, it, it could be. Uh, Come make a comeback. Joey in the chat says that classic Bulls starter is an all-timer. Yes, my Absolutely. sister had is. the Bulls one, and I had to be different, and I was all in on the teal with the Hornets, the San Jose Sharks, all that stuff. So that would be yeah, that would be one of my top five for sure. What about nice. you, Vinny? My number four, I got a Chicago Bulls like plastic locker, I remember, for one year as a Christmas gift. Do you guys remember those? I don't remember who made them, but they, were, like, they looked like they were – kind of like taller they were like kid size but okay. you could actually like stuff things in there you could put your name on there and stickers oh, yeah, i didn't put yeah. my name on it i put dennis rodman because rodman was my favorite player <laughs> um <laughs> yeah he, he couldn't score he could just rebound for the bulls that's pretty much what i was good, only good for when i played it's, basketball. yeah i was gonna say guy that can't <laughs> jump but is tall that sounds about right yes um so yeah, yeah so I, I that was one i remember i would always like i would think oh, i was so cool having a, a nba locker in my bedroom and it was just i remember seeing those all the time like i don't know if you guys remember sport mart before it became sports authority or however that was sports authority i don't even know if that's even around anymore but uh yeah those were really popular in the mid 90s late 90s Mm -hmm. very good call yeah cody you got another gift all right so i've done two i've done a movie and i've done playstation um (laughs) i i'm trying to think of like experiences on like christmas um and the only one I can think of is, thank God my girlfriend went to sleep on this, but one of my exes, uh, <laughs> one of my exes, uh, when we were dating, I was in college, uh, she bought me tickets to a Bulls-Lakers game on Christmas Day. Oh, wow. Um, nice. Yeah, and it was it was during the Rose era, and obviously I was in college, so... Um, but I, I'm pretty sure the game ended up like not being nearly as exciting because one, Kobe Bryant didn't play, oh. and two, and two, I'm pretty sure Rose or Butler didn't play, which doesn't surprise anyone there. Um, <laughs> this was in like 2014 or 2015. It was towards oh, the back yeah. end of that era. Yeah. Um, but I think I was more excited because I thought I was going to finally get to see Kobe Bryant play for like live. And it was like in his, I think it was in his retirement year, to be honest with you. So maybe it was 15 or I I don't know. I don't remember what year he retired, but it was definitely like the back end of, 
of of his career and like i was either in college or just graduated i i can't remember but yeah we went to uh it was at the united center went to a bulls game and like on christmas day i'd never done anything like that and uh yeah it was a good time i think the bulls won because the lakers were so bad um yeah i i I, it was like a different type of christmas for me for the for once it was like i I didn't just stay in i i went to a bulls game and and they played on christmas day which was cool that's awesome i I feel like as i've gotten older the whole like i'd rather buy the buy an experience as opposed to like just something tangible i don't know it it, it's not the same as when you're a kid or when you're in high school or college you know Uh, this getting yeah Getting into your thirties sucks. Let me tell you. What? Whenever you're, when you're, when you're a kid, you're all about like all the things that you mm-hmm. get, like that you get to unwrap. And then as you get older, you're like, like let's, like let's go do something. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, Michael in the chat said he got a Bobby Hole autographed home jersey when he was sixteen, and he slept in it. That is awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. I am jealous. That's I only cool. have my autographed Seabrook jersey, which I got uh at a giveaway because they were trying to get fans back after like the i don't know third or fourth lockout that gary bettman was responsible for but i digress so <laughs> uh, where are we at Vinny? you are on i think it's you three is it me all right yeah. um, two no it's yeah. three three i just yeah. gave my i just gave my third yep all right i'm gonna yep. go with my third um i'm gonna switch it up i uh in our intro reference star wars because i'm a huge star wars nerd i remember 95 96 i think that's it was like the 30th anniversary 20th anniversary good lord um and they brought all the toys back and my parents got me the giant x-wing and the giant millennium falcon holy shit that was so cool i thought i was skywalker uh you could push the little r2d2 the wings would open up it would shoot the lasers it had little missiles and uh i went around the house shooting those things at everyone uh yeah so there you go. Joey in the chat says, I'm to the age where I tell everyone not to get me anything. Yeah, I yep. feel like I'm, I'm yeah. kind of – now it's at the point where it's like, God, just, you know, get something for the, the kid, you know. Yep. And I'll it's like I that. buy whatever I want for myself. Yeah. It's yeah. It's like when you're a kid, you don't have the money, but you have the time. But when you're an adult, you have the money, hopefully, and then you don't have any time, right? Yeah. Like, it sucks. But, uh, yeah, so, no, Star Wars, the Millennium Falcon, and the X-Wing, for sure, nice. uh, definitely up there. What That's about you, awesome. Vinny? Yeah. For me, um, it's Crash Bandicoot 3 Warped. Uh, <laughs> oh, that game was awesome. Oh, that was a good one, yes. It was a really yes. good one. I spent a lot of time playing that one um, pretty much all Christmas break. I don't think I left the basement unless my parents <laughs> had me going somewhere. Um, I was sitting in front of the TV playing that one, trying to beat it. That one was a, a lot of fun, being able to like fly around and stuff like that during the game. Um, just like the different levels I, I think that was the first crash game i ever played too so i wasn't i didn't difference. know what to yeah. expect and that's yeah. kind of like the mario version for playstation right yeah like single player running through levels trying to get stuff so yeah i love that game there was so much to try to unlock i definitely didn't get close to unlocking everything but i definitely beat the the game at least once so nice yep crash three for me michael says ricketts kids gave him a giant piggy bag for christmas and it weighs 100 pounds <laughs> i wouldn't be surprised or, or Papa Rick. That's that's Papa that's gave it out. You know, uh, as, oh pa- that's, cla- that's classic Kalata. That's it, awesome. It cracked. That's it awesome. cracked. You're getting you're getting full blood Kalata right we, there. Like, we appreciate it. We'll take we'll take you know after after eighty almost eighty episodes we'll take any uh, any interactions we can get. So no, we appreciate yep. it a ton. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. All right, Cody, number two. 
All right. I want to say that my very first jersey that I got for Christmas was Alfonso Soriano. Nice. I want to say that that was the very first jersey I ever got. I got my I, my family was broke growing up, so like during the early two thousands, I know like I I'd, I've never had a Sosa jersey, even though he's like my favorite mm-hmm. Cub ever. I never mm-hmm. had a, a Wood or a Pryor, but I, I think my family finally was able to get me a Alfonso Soriano jersey after he signed with the Cubs. Um, back in I would say oh six oh seven yeah like the right. winter of that or whatever yeah. so um, that was I mean as a kid that was cool and he, and he's I still have it and I've never washed it that's probably not good but I've never <laughs> washed it and uh, it's in the closet right now and uh, you know it's I got way too many Cubs jerseys uh, but he that one I always wear to Wrigley on a day that one I know that I'm gonna be getting at least five beers deep. And two, the Cubs are on a losing streak, so I'm trying to bring, like, the good vibes. Yeah. Nice. Do you, do you uh, Cody, I'm curious because I've been on, like, a jersey kick lately, especially with yeah. Black Friday. Like, I bought a couple old hockey jerseys that I liked of teams when I was a kid. I just bought a, a Steve Kerr jersey because he was one of my favorites when I was a kid. But, like, I don't know about you. Do you <laughs> That's wear... so random. I know. It was like I saw it on Mitchell and Ness, and I'm like – Oh, I Steve, like Steve Kerr? Kerr, Steve Kerr, oh, yeah. Steve Kerr, and before him it was B.J. Armstrong. Those were my two uh, favorites. Jack honestly, the, yeah. Steve Kerr would make sense for just like any white dude that can shoot a basketball. Yep. Right? Yeah, right. <laughs> well, see, in my head, I could shoot threes. You know, in the backyard, and you were short. I was short. Yeah. You know, I figure I had to have had the same talent as Steve Kerr just at a younger age. Uh, Jack says he got a Reggie Miller jersey for Christmas. I believe I had one of those as a kid too. Um, Anybody who could shoot threes was, like, my favorite player. That was, like, my thing. Oh, yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, like, so, okay, I'm curious. Do you only wear those jerseys when you go to games, or do you wear them around, you know, the house, the par- apartment, whatever, like, to work? Mm. Or are you strictly, like, a game day kind of thing? So I wore a jersey to the CHGO office one time, mm-hmm. and I wore it on set. And after the show's over, I was like, this isn't it. I'm not going to do this again. Okay. Um, I, I just uh, – I can't explain it. I yeah. felt like, yeah, I felt like it's just not the vibe at work. Um, but normally, I if I do wear a jersey, it's usually to when I go to Wrigley. Yeah. Um, sometimes, like if it's a big game or you know some kind of superstitious thing happens, and I'm wearing this jersey, so I'm like, I gotta wear it the next day for or the next time I go to mm-hmm. a game or next time I'm watching a game, I'll throw one, I'll throw that jersey yeah. on. Um, but that's it. Like I'm, I, I'm not someone who puts a jersey on and like goes out with my girlfriend to the bar and anything right. like that. I'm definitely right. more of I'm only gonna put that on if I'm going to the game or if, um. You know, it's like a special reason for yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Nothing that cannot be explained. <laughs> that makes sense because like, I, yeah. I, so I bought all these and I'm like, they're sitting in my closet and it's like, oh man, they're so cool sitting there. They look so good. And I'm like, but You're I'm not, not going to wear, I'm them. not going to wear these out And some of them. A lot of them are not Chicago teams. So I'm never going to go to any of these cities at least <laughs> not anytime soon. Uh, yeah. And it's like, well, I could wear it when we record the podcast, but then it's like, I don't know, like, uh, I'm sitting here wearing a Muggsy Bogues jersey, you know, and it's a Chicago sports podcast. That doesn't now, vibe right, you know. Like, Steve, is it Steve Kerr Bulls jersey? 
Yes, we're talking like the uh, the black pinstripe. Bullshit. Oh yeah. man, okay. Well, never yeah. mind. I was gonna say like you could totally wear it. Like if you, I don't know how much you how much pickup basketball <laughs> you play, but if you <laughs> showed right. up in a in a pit black pinstripe Steve <laughs> Kerr jersey, you best believe that people are gonna Holy be picking shit. you to be on their team. Yes, yeah. but they better be. But they will be expecting you to hit every three that you take. Yep. Man. No, the the extent of my sports <laughs> these days is playing in 16 softball leagues and men's ice uh, hockey which i haven't played in since my kid was born but uh no that that's a good observation uh michael says my dad got me an autographed stick from the blackhawks in the late 1960s and he got it in the locker room after that's awesome that's awesome that's, that's pretty awesome. cool that's very yeah. cool uh is getting a lot of cool he, i know i'm impressed yeah. man i'm impressed yeah. that's awesome very cool all right, yeah. Who, is it me, Vinny? Justin, number two for you. All right, I'm going to go, uh, just to switch things up, I'm going to go, uh, I don't know if you guys can see this because it's off screen, but I have, this is a hockey stick right here. That is the first hockey stick I ever got when I was a kid. I got it for Christmas in second grade because uh, mm -hmm. I had a shitty old wooden one, which was my dad's from like the 60s, or from the 70s, I think, actually. So they bought that for me. I kept it. And now it's nailed to my wall in the little sports bar area we have. But uh, that was like the quintessential, like, holy shit, I got a real hockey stick now. Like, this is all mine. I felt like a badass and not many goals scored with it, needless to say. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here doing a podcast right now if that were the case. But uh, there you go. That is my my number two, I guess we'll call it. Nice. Good gift. Um, <laughs> for me, it was GTA Vice City number oh. two. That yeah. game was awesome. The last two are going to be um, video games. Video games for me, because <laughs> <laughs> that I mean, if I didn't play soccer, I probably would have been like three hundred pounds just sitting in my basement, <laughs> like the kids from South Park when they're playing World of Warcraft. Like that would have been me eating Cheetos and yeah. That, uh, but um, yeah, I, I played sports, so luckily that was able to get out of the house and see the sunlight. But yeah, GTA Vice City was another game I got over Christmas, and I played. Yeah night and day during christmas break trying to beat that that was the first game where you could like go in buildings yeah, and buy buildings right. yeah. and stuff like that and it so was good. it was a great story too you had um mm -hmm. the late uh what's his name ray liotta um, yeah ray liotta was the vo main character voice tommy versetti yeah yes he yeah. was yeah it was that was a great uh great game the, eight, story, the music so. in that game is phenomenal by the way yes it is throw that out there san andreas I, is my favorite see that's one i've never played that one and i feel like oh, i am missing so that because i love 90s it's like, so music. good it it's so good that people use it use it as a damn meme man yeah like, yep. oh, the, shit, here oh shit here we go again like <laughs> when i see that meme too right now actually right <laughs> Right. Like when I see that meme, I'm like, not only do I get flashbacks to playing that game a lot, but I'm also like in I'm thinking in the game, like getting ready to like, you know, either somebody's go rob some place yeah. or someone's yep. getting shot. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I don't know how I missed out on that one. I don't know. That would have come out like I was probably a junior in high school, sophomore, junior. I don't know. I must have missed that one somehow. But uh yeah. yeah. Uh Jack says in the chat, I got a Bob Knight poster years ago. I still have it. It says victory favors the team that makes the fewest mistakes. I like that. Very cool. Yeah. Nice. Uh Joey says San Andreas was awesome. The music drive. Oh, uh, soundtrack. Yep. Yeah. The soundtrack. Yeah. That's that's the main reason I want to play that game. So Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Um right, Okay. Ahead. Uh Number so one, right? this is yep. my last one. This is prop this probably really is my number one. Um it's actually sitting right here on my, it's like a, my TV is right here and below it is like this, uh, 
I guess you could call it like a TV stand, but we have our TV on the wall, but like the stand has like cute, like cubicles in it where you can put like stuff in it, I guess. Um, but on top of it, I have this big, long black case that uh, has a Louisville slugger uh, bat that has the 2016 Cubs World Series like Whoa. emblem on it. Yeah. And it's, and uh, my dad got me that for Christmas in 2016. It was the one thing I asked for. I like when the Cubs won the World Series, I started asking for plenty of things for Christmas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my entire Christmas, my entire Christmas in 2016 was all Cubs related. Yeah, so I didn't mine. ask for it. Yeah. I didn't ask for anything else in, except for Cubs related things in 2016. Um, but yeah, my dad got it for me. It was online. It's like I, whenever it first came out, like there's like two different colors. There was like a blue one and then there was just like a white, like a regular wooden bat, like that it looks like a bat that you would use, I guess. Um, but over time, I it is it has now gotten some signatures on it. It has Ryan Sandberg on it, it has Chris wow. Bryan on it, it has Javi nice. Baez on it. Um, I said Sandberg. Oh, have Pat Hughes is on it. Um, oh, that's awesome. The, the whole the whole process or the whole thought process behind it when I asked for it from my dad was that I was going to try and get as many 2016 autographs on it. Um, I got Brian and buys on there. And then I just happened to run into Ryan Sandberg when I was at Cubs con one year mm-hmm. and I didn't have anything else for him to sign. So I was like, well, guess that's our, that I guess your, your name's going on this too. <laughs> and now, now, sword? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. So yeah, not even say, not. Yeah. Um, so um yeah no i i think that maybe down the road when those guys like all retire and they do these like autograph signings to make their extra cash maybe i'll be able to get some more names on there but it's so hard to get those guys autographs on things especially right after 2016 because it was so wanted and the cubs took so much Mm -hmm. advantage of that and charged so much damn money for people to just get in the line and wait to meet whoever for five minutes at those things um but yeah no that's uh the idea behind the other idea behind it is um, it gives me a reason to want to have a child because i want to pass it down to whoever that is one day so that's awesome um, yeah. Um, that's, that's yeah, it's, it's definitely number one. I, I never, I never take it out or it just sits there. It's like, it's pretty cool that my girlfriend allows me to put it in our living room, but, uh, yeah, yeah you know, um, it's, it, it, it's, uh, it's one of those like memorabilia things that I will always keep. Now, if you watch the CHGO Cubs podcast on YouTube, a lot of the stuff that we put on the table, like mm-hmm. we always have like bobbleheads yeah. um, and stuff like that. Sometimes we'll put this big, like, gold glove-looking thing on there if you watch any episode. And there's, like, a little thing on the inside of it, that, and it's a baseball. And it has, like, 2016 World Series, and it has a bunch of names on it. Anyway, my mom got me that for Christmas that year, and it's, like, authentic, even though it's not even, like, signed by anyone. But I have this, like, authenticity, like, piece of paper for it. I. I don't know if it could be worth anything down the road, but whatever. Um, anyway, it's on our set. I like that is uh, that was pretty cool to get. And awesome. um, yeah, so there you go. Next, when you guys watch it, um, watch keep the show. Yeah. Uh, yeah, keep an eye out. But, but a lot of the stuff that we put on the Cubs um, 
set when we do our show a lot of that stuff is mine <laughs> it's really? all from i was wondering yeah. where all that stuff yeah. comes from from the various shows that's awesome well, well whenever we stuff, anyway yeah yeah when we all launched like they were just like if you guys got anything that you want to bring to put on our sets and everything bring it well i live in a 900 foot square apartment and i don't have a ton of space because of that so instead of leaving all my crap in a big tub in our closet then mm-hmm. i just like screw it i'll take it all to work honestly for my previous job that i had i took everything that was on my work desk at my previous job put it all in a box and took that exact box to the chgo office when i got that job <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> and yeah, it took some awesome. other stuff that's here at home too so yeah no a lot of the especially the cup stuff a lot of that is is mine. <laughs> that's that's awesome. Nice. Well, if if you do have a kid down the road, uh, take take whatever room you do have and like cut it in half because, hold, like I, I'm not going to turn the computer around because it's a mess down here. But like this basement used to be like my little like man cave, and now I see a dollhouse over there. We have a circus tent. Uh, there's a basketball net. Like I am sequestered to this little area behind the bar, and I'm hoping. You know, our one-year-old isn't going behind the bar quite yet, but uh, yeah. yeah, you'll you'll, you'll enjoy that. Um, I guess is it my last my last one, Vinny? It is your last one, Justin? All right, yep. I'm gonna go. Obviously, I'm a little bit older than both you guys, and before the PS One, there was the Sega Genesis, which that was Ooh. like my glory days. NBA Jam. I played yep. so much NBA Jam. Uh, I'll give you a little. Boom shakalaka! He's uh, on fire. There you go. Um, <laughs> Ripped those couple. I don't remember when I ripped those. Anyway, um, but more importantly, NHL '95 or NHL '94. NHL '95 I got for Christmas, um, and that got me. That system and that game got me into sports like La Russa Baseball '95 and RBI '94 and NBA Jam and NHL '95. Like that got me following pro basketball, pro hockey, and pro baseball. And like that was my gateway into. These games are really fun, but, like, holy shit, like, I can watch this team and do stats and, like, you know, and then that got me into Little League and playing ice hockey and my very short-lived career in basketball, obviously, as we talked about. Um, so that's my number one, this, the Genesis and all those sports games for sure. Um, yeah, I, yeah, love it. And here I am now. I'm I'm talking sports on my, our podcast and buying jerseys that I don't wear, so that it worked out great. <laughs> Perfect. And playing games Steve Kerr jerseys. Steve, yeah. no one else in the south side of Chicago, I'm guessing, has a Steve Kerr jersey. So honestly, you should frame it, put it on the wall I was right say, next Cody, to if, whatever if I'm behind CHGO you. If CHGO needs a Steve Kerr jersey, you know who to contact. We can we can work out a deal. Yeah, like honestly, I would think <laughs> like you if you look at our set in the very back, there's a Michael Jordan. There's a Jordan one, pin, yeah. Yeah, the black pinstripe. Honestly, like if we frame the Steve Kerr and put it right next to it, I think that would be hilarious. See, like, the, right? the, the problem is, so I bought that one and then I started reading Muggsy Bogue's autobiography and it was awesome. It was a great book. And I'm like, I really liked him as a kid. He was short like me. Oh, shit. His jersey's like 35% off on Mitchell and Ness. Oh, I'll, I'll buy that. And now I have a sitting a blue, a teal Charlotte Hornets jersey, which... I don't know when the hell I'm going to wear that. I keep telling myself in the summer when I'm on the boat with in my, my parents' boat, I'm like, oh, you know, sun's out, gun's out. I'll wear basketball jerseys then because Vinny can pull off that look. I don't know if I can. We'll find out this summer. Yeah. But, uh, you Like that or like I, we're way past our like um, summer music festival like stage. But like, yeah. you know, if you want to relive those glory La- days. Go to Lala man. wearing those. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'll, 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 yeah, I'll look great. I still look great. You, like you don't have 20s, any facial you know? hair, so, like, maybe some people would think that you're in your yes, 20s. Yes, they would. It wasn't, it wasn't until <laughs> recently I had a student of mine point out my gray hairs, and I'm like, oh, man, I'm not the young teacher anymore. I'm I'm the one yeah. that, you know, 
<laughs> mid thirties. It's all downhill. I'm telling you guys. Um, Vinny, what's your last one before we wrap up for tonight? My last one is no surprise if you've been keeping track. GTA Vice City was number two, so GTA San Andreas oh, is my yeah. number one. Oh, okay, that there you go. Was amazing, as Cody had talked about earlier. Yeah, the soundtrack to that was phenomenal. Being in L.A. for the first time in just the 90s environment uh, was fantastic. And then just the three, well, the, the two story other is cities. Great. It was, yeah, San Francisco and then Las Vegas, too. I f- forgot about that. I was thinking of GTA, uh, was it 5 now, where it's just L.A.? But, um, yeah, I think yeah, it right. had the two other cities along with L.A. That that was a great game. A great story, too. They had another great voice, voice actor in uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah was the the main bad guy in it um great great game there was one mission in that game that basically kept me from moving on to doing anything because i did everything i I had to put it off i never was able to beat it i was never able to beat it yeah um but uh yeah i had gone and done everything else and then realized well i have to fit i have to do this and then i never could um it was all I remember is you had to fly an airplane, and oh and yeah, you ha- and you had and you had to you had to shoot a gun or something while flying the airplane. I, I think, I think that's what it was, but I I, I can't I can't fully remember. All I, I remember kind of is vaguely having vaguely remember there was a plane. I, yeah, you, it, it, was, it was not easy. I even had a friend, one of my best friends, I still talk to today. I remember when he when he played the game too. He could, and he got stuck on the same mission, and yeah. I, and and I don't know if he ever got past it, but uh, I, it got it, it got so bad for me that I gave up. I never got past. Really it. nice. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. not nice, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, those old. It was games. one of those. Oh. It was one of those like L's in my life that was like tough. Tough still keeps yeah. you up at night, you know. Yeah, still keeps <laughs> me up at night. Yes, yes. All right. Well, we've oh. we've made it through another show. We well have. done, Vinny. Thanks for having me, guys. It's a good time. Uh, yeah, I always it... appreciate you guys uh, conversing on on the Bird app and anywhere yeah. else. Yeah. And uh, you know, uh, it's always fun talking. Any uh, so obviously you can find Cody for those listening. If I know we have a bunch of CHGO uh, listeners in here already, but I know some of our listeners might not be familiar with it. Even though we do, we try to we try to spread the good word for you guys. Uh, yeah. You can find Cody on CHGO, obviously the CHGO Cubs podcast, daily podcast. Um, <laughs> Jack, Jack and Joey are in the chat. Jack says, I want them to sign a shortstop before the show ends. Uh, I hate to say the show is going to be ending in like two minutes, so <laughs> it's not looking good. Um, but to, I know How wild always, would that be? <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> Cody, you also have a show with one of your buddies, right, on YouTube? Yeah, so I just started it. It's called Connections, and what it is, it's a sports media podcast. I literally just dropped it last week. Uh, me and my buddy I went to college with, his name's Steve Mork. Um, basically, if you just subscribe to my YouTube channel, um, the very first episode is the first video you'll see. Uh, if you subscribe to my YouTube channel, you'll get that, and you get to watch me really suck at Call of Duty sometimes. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's just something I'm going to do during the off season. Cause, um, my friend, Joey Ricotta might understand where I'm coming from on this. Cause I used to work with him at on tap sports but, mm-hmm. uh, and, and I think I've talked to you guys a little bit about it before, but like the journey to where to, to in this industry is not easy. And no. it's like anyone, like, I don't take the position I'm in for granted. Like I, I, I love my job and I like I thank God that I have it every day. Um 
and I think I got a really good one that I don't have to worry about my, uh, you know, worry about getting laid off and stuff like that. Right. But like a lot of people in this industry can't do that either. Yep. Um, so basically the point is, is, uh, what that show is, is me and Steve will be talking a lot about like what's going on in media, mainly sports media, you know, things that are like happening, people leaving networks and stuff like that. And uh, then we'll you usually have a guest on. We're actually going to we're actually going to have Luke on our next nice. our, our next nice. episode. And I'm excited to really talk to him about like his journey because his his story is oh, really yeah. interesting to me. I've. Uh, not only do I talk about the Cubs with him a lot, but I talk when we're not on camera, I talk to him about like just all the bullshit that he's gone through in his I career. I can't even imagine. Can't even yeah. imagine, you know. So, yeah, that's basically what it is. Just one show. We're try, trying to do one show a week. I think we're going to do it Sunday. We'll be live on YouTube. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's usually about an hour. I think our first episode was actually an hour and a half because we just got on these like rabbit holes mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And like since I'm hosting it now, I have to get into that mode of like, okay, we have to do this in this amount of time and this amount of time. And when, when I'm on the Cubs podcast, Luke is the guy doing that. And I'm just the guy talking and yelling all the time. So, <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's again, that's what it is. It's called connections. It's also on, uh, you can subscribe to it on Apple, Spotify, wherever, just search, uh, uh, connections, a, a sports media podcast. And, uh, yeah, no, it's, um, I'm hoping that people are entertained in it because I think that it's um, I think it's very interesting to hear other people's stories in in the industry. I'm excited to check it out. And it's it's it is so cool, especially with just Chicago media in general, the 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 personalities that come in and and leave and go other places. Um, No, I'm 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 all here for it. So we'll definitely be Mm -hmm. listening and, and spreading that one a little bit. Um, for all of you that were in the chat, thank you so much. Uh, we appreciate yes. it a ton. Um, real quick, if you want to know more about us, let me cue the outro music here. Uh, you can do uh, you can find us at a variety of ways, youtube.com slash baseball, whatever, like, share, subscribe. We would appreciate it. Uh, find us on Twitter. Uh, follow us at baseball and what you can email us at baseball, whatever at gmail.com. Find us on a podcast app of choice. And if you want to give us a review, we would gladly take it to help us, whatever the algorithm is, get higher in that. Uh, next week, we are doing our regular baseball talk, maybe some Bears talk, and we are doing musical mayhem again. Vinny picks five artists from Spotify by clicking random. So we have Wiz Khalifa, Lit, Matchbox 20, Rich Homie Kwan, who I need to listen to because I don't know who that is, and a group <laughs> called Peace. Um, and the goal is to try and find a song by them that we like, and uh, we'll see what we find because I am still firmly plant, uh, planted in 90s music. So, again, Cody, you're awesome. Thank you so much, Vinny. Yes, thank you, I'll Cody. talk to you again probably in our text chain with Greg later tomorrow. And uh, that's it for baseball and whatever. Thanks, everybody. We will see you next time. Peace, everybody. See ya. Oh, it would help if I hit the button. See, this is hard trying to produce and post at the same time. There we go. All right, everybody, have a great weekend. Baseball and whatever is out. You don't have to live with chronic pain. Downtown's Health can show you a better way. Joint pain, back pain, pain that sits and waits. Downtown's Health offers an alternative with physical and regenerative therapy. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Ah, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. 
In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.